Welcome back to another episode of Toast and Roast. I'm your host, Jeff, and I'm here with the co-host, Georgie. Hello. How's it going? It's, it's, it's all right, yeah. Yeah, you, you were talking... Actually, before we, before we started this, you were going to tell me about this YouTube video on AirPods or AirTags? AirTags, yeah. Um, yeah. Nick, Nick shared Why it with me. Why were you watching a YouTube video? <laughs> because occasionally I watch... No, it was... It was because Nick um, recommended, or he thought I would like it, and he was telling me about it, and we were walking outside today, and he was like, oh, you might like what this guy did in this video. So, um, uh, I'm trying to remember the guy's YouTube channel. I think it was called Mega Lag. I've never heard of the guy before. I've never heard of the guy before, but he was doing a little bit of a experiment with AirTags, and he sent one to... Oh, actually, the the idea of the experiment was to see how how it would compare with um like parcel tracking how like tracking a parcel with an mm. air tag versus like say what interesting um and he chose dhl <laughs> by the way um and he sent an air tag to tim cook uh, at <laughs> apple he sent another one to elon musk and he tried to send another one to north korea I don't know if you like want me to give spoilers, but it was it was an interesting video. And since we we talked about air tags before, um, I thought you might find it <laughs> interesting or fascinating as well. But basically, yeah. the the at the at the end, he he deduced that yeah, like the the air tags are kind of uh, more accurate or better or give you a better idea of where your parcel is compared to some tracking services because um, some of these. Um, services show you like they come with delays and they might say that something is at this airport or has departed this airport and actually hasn't and that goes, it's just not it's not accurate but you can see uh, using the air tags you can actually see where exactly they are yeah i always wondered how those systems worked i'm pretty sure it's ba- it feels like it's based on people right the person uh that gets it at the airport checks it into some system and then that system talks to a different system and then tells us that it's got that it's landed and then um gets passed to the next person that also checks it into a system but an air tag makes way more sense because it's all real time and it's all via satellites and no human interaction um but it, it kind of reveals sort of other people's packages right if your package has an air tag in it and other people's don't then you're essentially tracking the truck itself that's carrying other people's stuff so yeah you probably run into some privacy issues where you now know the address of everyone on this route well i'm not sure or, actually the, the um, guy um he talked about he talked to some lawyers to see if it was like legal and one they said yeah you would it's not really because you're tracking a parcel not a person it's Okay. There's actually no issue. The yeah, I recommend watching it. It's, it's pretty interesting because he was also able to, um, I think he got an update from some of them while the parcel was basically in flight on a on a like a passenger Whoa. flight, and he used like the flight yeah. flight radar to see the flight compared to where it was uh, in in the Find My app, and he said mm-hmm. maybe somebody on the flight, like it must be that somebody on the flight was had an iPhone and they were connected to the internet and it picked up on the location of the air tag. But I mean I still don't see Whoa. how that would be a privacy issue. But, true, true. Yeah. 
I was just thinking like, cause when you order stuff on Uber Eats and stuff and, and things like that, they'll, they won't show you where the driver is going until it's coming towards you to give you like, to give your food. Because sometimes they do multiple drops in one, on one route. Yeah. So they'll say they picked it up, but actually they don't show you the location of the driver until, um, they start delivering your package. And it's, but I, I just do that had, kind of, that weird. Haven't you had one where thing. it says they're going to deliver a parcel on the way? Or sorry, not parcel, but, a, but deliver another person's order on the way. Have you had that before? Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. can tell that sometimes, oh, they're delivering it to somebody uh, like down the road in this street. <laughs> but I don't know how I know who that person is. Uh, another interesting time is when Nick ordered something on, on Uber Eats and they were actually delivering another order to to the same apartment complex as us, which, I, <laughs> which was kind of interesting because they were at a different door, like a different entrance, and they came yeah. to our specific entrance after they delivered that one. Oh my god! One one morning when I got my um my monitor, like my very first monitor, they um they rang up and I was like, okay, I'll come down and. No joke, there were like 10, 15 other people in the building all getting their packages at the same time. It was, it was, it was packed. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the lifts were, were like um, so busy. You had to wait ages for a lift to go down and a lift to go up. Um, this actually happens but to me all the time. It was basically a queue. This happens to me quite frequently yeah. because, um, I mean, I don't know how, how many... Uh, apartments your like entrance services <laughs> but yeah we have like i have to go outside two ele- i have to exit the building or go to the lobby via two elevators two different elevators um and then someone says yeah there is a queue because especially now during covid like you don't always want to share an elevator with somebody but yeah sometimes yeah. it'll take a while uh, to to get to the the front door to pick up the parcel, and so what I've noticed the the postie does sometimes is he'll dial in advance at a different like entrance, and you can what? tell yeah so oh. um he'll dial from a different entrance, um like not my main one, and then I can tell by the video when I answer the like the buzzer, uh, but then I just come down to my normal uh like my normal entrance and he'll be there he he'll have like just arrived because he he'd called in advance uh, as he as he pushed the trolley down the down the street if that makes sense <laughs> yeah they're, they're getting they're getting ingenious yeah but i mean like that's because we're all ordering so much these days <laughs> yeah it was um it was pretty crazy one of them one of my uh buildings i guess unit dwellers <laughs> was like this is the most social interaction that I get like all week <laughs> is when <laughs> everyone comes down to get packages. Um, but it hasn't been that packed since um, because I've had like three different monitor kind of <laughs> uh, deliveries. But I kind of want to get into my monitor thing because I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in other podcast's and I yeah. never really elaborate. Now, we need to hear the story now. So what's what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> So essentially, um, my work, my new workplace gave me a 13 inch MacBook pro and 
I had been working on a 15 inch prior and I thought this is a bit difficult, right? 13 inch and we're developers. We need to see like code, uh, documentation, plus the thing that we're coding because all of our stuff's very visual. We make a code change. We have to see it work in a browser and then make a code change. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I'll get a, I'll get a monitor. Um, and what's, what's hot right now? Ultra wides. Ultra wide <laughs> is, uh, is uh, the love of all developers for some reason. And just before leaving my previous workplace, they, um, moved into a new building and all the desks had, I don't know, 34 inch curved wide monitors. And I was like, okay, this looks impressive. I hate curved things because it does distort uh, designs and um, they're not as color accurate unless you get into like the thousands and thousands of dollars. So I said, okay, I'll get an ultra wide, but I didn't want to spend thousands of dollars on an ultra wide. So I got like a really low tier one and boy, was it a trip because the aspect ratio was long and skinny. And the, it's, I think it's really good if you need to see three different documents side by side, if that's all you ever need to do. Um, but I have like chat applications for work and that stuff doesn't really work on a tall, skinny rectangle or a long or a wide skinny rectangle. Any case, besides the specifics, I hated it. So <laughs> I went on Gumtree and I sold it. Um, and then I bought another one. And it was uh, too big. It was 32 inches, uh, 4K. But I actually started getting neck pain. Listen, everybody. Uh, ergonomics is very important at your desk. Uh, make sure you get it right. Because I went through two weeks of basic neck pain, uh, top, uh, bottom of the neck, and in the middle of the neck, neck pain. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I chalked it up to just my monitor being way too big. Um, wait, so and you said 32, yeah. 32 inches. That, cause it was a 32 inch ultra wide. Yeah. So no, does it, just a regular, oh, just one, a regular not, one, not ultra wide. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Um, okay. Wait, hang on. So I have a, I have a 27 inch and I feel like that's almost as, as big a monitor as I can stand. I feel exactly. like anything bigger that is sort of like sitting in front, directly in front of like a, a television or something. Exactly. That's, um, that's essentially what it felt like. Um, like as soon as I loaded up a full screen video, it, it's like, I couldn't actually see all of the video. Because your peripheral vision just like doesn't down. reach just... 32 inch, yeah. 32 inch monitor. <laughs> Not like doesn't reach a thirty-two inch diagonal because you can yeah. see the sides. You just can't see the bottom of the monitor unless you like look up and down. That's such it was, a trick. Um, it's crazy. You know what that reminds I think it's me of? Like... That reminds me of those um, yeah. rides that you sit in a chair and the the ride is like a three D kind of or four D kind oh, of experience. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And if you're in the middle of the entire uh, ride, it's kind of a better place to be. If you're at the edges, you can kind of see the edges. Um, but then also if you're in the middle, you kind of get more of the vertigo or whatever the sensory experience mm -hmm. when you're in the middle because you can't see or feel the edges of, of the screen. So yeah, yeah but I can't mad. imagine that at, like at your desk, like to have a screen that's just so big that you're almost just straight looking at just screen. Yeah. 
I I think so. I I do have a monitor arm, and I did, and I could adjust it. Um, but I have a shelf on my desk, so I couldn't bring the monitor low enough, including the shelf. Um, uh, but like set up aside, I still like even if it was at the right height, and even if I didn't have neck pain whilst looking at it, um, I still can see the bottom of the screen. <laughs> like I literally have to shift my head to down to the bottom left to see things. So um, so when you open, you said you open like a video, for example, and you just can't. It kind of feels like it feels yeah. bad because you're looking. Yeah. So I assume that you then use your monitor like one window for the whole screen, sort of thing. Like, yeah. Uh, so the other recommendation yeah. is that you do floaty windows. Yeah, that's what yeah. I do. So I always so I have a twenty-seven inch monitor, which is about as big as a monitor I can stand, and I always have it in like generally always have it in halves. So like one half, the left side has yeah. some video maybe, and then the right side has tech or like or, you know a document or something like that. And I also make yeah. use of the spaces in is it spaces in Mac Mac OS. Ah uh, yeah yeah. Um, and then I have my fifteen inch laptop, which is where I have you know like a calendar or like uh, messages and things like that. So I I've, I've already kind of set up the way I work so that. I am kind of moving my eyes like a lot, and that's like not a bad thing because mm-hmm. I went to the optometrist like a couple months ago, and she she recommended yeah like uh, she asked how many monitors I use, which was quite interesting. Right? I said yeah, two. They, she's like, how much up. do you yeah do you do you look at like from each of them? You know, she said it's good to have like two and yeah to to give your yeah. eyes a break, like look away and that kind of thing. Yeah, so I don't normally have things hundred percent, but I felt like when I wanted it hundred percent, it was just unbearable. Um, but uh, my coworker was actually talking about that same thing. She went to I think a PT or something, and the PT series, like after examining some muscles, was like, "Do you have two monitors? One Ooh. is big, and one is slightly smaller." And she was like, "Yes," and he's and the PT was like, "Yeah, I can tell. There's the muscle here, Holy, like that was wh- was wow. growing, because they were constantly looking down at a smaller monitor." Um, wow. So yeah, <laughs> so they had to work on getting rid of it. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, um, like I have my I have my uh, laptop, uh, my 15 inch laptop on my right hand side, and I was thinking earlier this week, like. Should I move it to the other side? Because I I did have it on the other side like a year ago, so I don't know if it's good to like change your setup. <laughs> it's like I don't like want a muscle imbalance. You can't Jeff. just do one. <laughs> I know. You just can't do just one. You can't just jack one arm, Georgie. Jack one but quad. That's no. That's that's precisely true, right? You don't want a yeah, muscle imbalance. Exactly. But to think that like in our daily lives as developers, we could have a muscle imbalance based on the way that we've set up our monitors. Now that's really like, I'm almost like yeah. scared. <laughs> it, it's like, we did, didn't really think about it. We're just like, well, our laptop's open and we have a monitor. So let's just put them together. What what, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Yeah. Um, so I actually closed my laptop and I only use one monitor for, for everything. Um. So I try to make 4K work as two monitors, whether it's just one. Um, in, in any case, so I was like, 32 inches too big. So I sold it off to a coworker who was actually buying in the process of buying the same thing. <laughs> so I was like, just take mine, <laughs> take it away. I need to get rid of um, it. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, they found it okay because I think their desk is, uh, their desk is a 15 centimeters deeper than mine. 
Yeah. And they only use floaty windows. They never like half and half or quarter and quarter. So um, they they move their windows to their eyes, <laughs> and they yeah. they admitted that they don't actually use all of the space on a thirty two inch because it's too big. <laughs> um, but that's comfortable for them. That's cool. Uh, all right, so I bought a twenty seven inch monitor to replace it. Yeah. I thought this is great. I bought the twenty seven inch version of the thirty two inch. My uh, bad, it was a bad judgment or an, I overlooked the fact that it wasn't, it wasn't 4K. It was 1440p or whatever. And I was like, oh God, uh, why did I do this? <laughs> why didn't I look at the resolution? And I thought, you know what? I'll live with it. You know, what's, what's, I lost what? A thousand pixels on each side. You know, I think mine is, what I don't know what wrong? mine is, but it's not retina. Mine's just like straight up. Uh, basic just 1080 or something yeah um i actually bought this second hand off a, off a friend um like a couple of yeah, years smart. back and it's and it's i mean it, it's fine for me but it's always weird mm. when someone i'm sharing like my screen on zoom and I, or, or i take a screenshot and like why is it so fuzzy and i'm like it's, it's one x just <laughs> stop being spoiled with these like <laughs> pie pixel density yeah. things <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you want do you want my fourteen forty p twenty seven inch monitor? I feel like <laughs> I, I don't I don't you. care enough like to upgrade whatever this is. To be honest with you, like, but okay. if you ever yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's better than mine, but if you still have it and I need one like <laughs> in a couple years, yeah, let me or know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my life. I just cycle through a bunch of electronics onto other people. Um, <laughs> in any case, I thought. The the problem actually really was that it's the same. It was the same price as a 4K version, and I was a little bit miffed about that. Yeah. Like I spent the same money for a 4K on something less than 4K. So I ended up buying the 4K version and thinking, what could go wrong? I could go back to two monitors, right? Everybody usually has two <laughs> monitors. Um, I don't. Even my, <laughs> Yeah, you do. Your my laptop, your laptop. serves. As, yeah, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah serves as a second monitor, right? Yeah. Um, I was like, what could go wrong? And so I bought the second one. I set it all up, plugged both of them into my M1 MacBook, and I found out it doesn't support two monitors. <laughs> so now I have one working and the other one sitting there as an ornament. <laughs> and that is the story of my monitors. Um, the solution is waiting for Apple to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've tried everything. So any anyone wants to bring up, you know, ultra wide versus thirty two inch four K versus a twenty seven inch four K, I'm on it. I've done lots of research. I've made many mistakes. <laughs> I can <laughs> talk about it endlessly. Clearly, I think I just rambled about this for 20 minutes. Um, yeah. So that's my monitor story. We've all finally heard it now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't share like the same experience at all whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of okay if you have two monitors, like your laptop open plus, a, plus an external. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit harder when uh, you kind of try and use it as one monitor. I think I might have Which tried I don't know to why do that I'm... before, um, but that's probably because, like I said, yeah, my workflow is kind of like I use half the screen for half. Like I usually split the screen into two different tasks. 
So I think it entirely depends on how you work. Yeah, exactly. So definitely make sure that you've got um, the setup that uh, works for you. Don't follow anyone's advice. <laughs> Actually, you know, you know what I used to really obsess over, like at one of my first jobs, was the the vertical, vertical monitor. Oh, I was I tried that too. I was yeah. properly obsessed with that because it just I really loved it for like looking in the command line, like you know when I yeah. run a log or whatever. And then someone else pointed out it's very good for full on Photoshop kind of photoshop designs when you want to see the entire page like an entire landing page yeah. that someone's designed i was like yeah i don't even yeah. know if i can i think i can actually rotate mine like my current one but i just don't think i have because like it like a, a vertical 27 inch alongside my 15 inch macbook is just fucking weird i'm not gonna do that <laughs> I, yeah i've seen i've seen photos of that it looks really weird <laughs> oh yeah so funny. you've seen um, people like people set up actually like that yeah like a vertical see, with a laptop photos. Um, it doesn't look comfortable at all. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, um, I've done this at multiple workplaces, actually. Every, uh, workplace I have, I kind of make a ridiculous setup. Um, so at one point I had the, like, two 17-inch monitors. One was vertical, one was horizontal, and I was like, this is, this is the best, right? <laughs> it, did, it didn't work out for very long. Um, and then the designers, they have... 27 inch like the fancy apple ultra fine two thousand dollar ones damn 5k and i put two of them together and <laughs> i was like shit <laughs> literally literally went out of my peripheral i had to like look all the way to the left to see something and i was like this is no longer useful like if i got a message all the way on the left i'll be like i didn't see it <laughs> i'll just i'll just completely ignore it um yeah, I, I knew some I guy it. who had, like, I think he his home setup was he had, f like, four different large monitors and some with a with an arm. Um, I don't know if it was, like, a ref like reflective of the fact that he was, like, he worked in security, like, cybersecurity. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like, yeah, it looked yeah, like, like, he... a, like a pilot console kind of thing. That was his home setup. It was pretty intense. Yeah, um, like day traders. If you ever look at day traders, no, they've got I... like six monitors <laughs> and they're like stacked on top of each other. Oh, wow. um, I did I did the ultra wide curved 34 inch plus a 5K 27 inch monitor. I was like, this is, this is, this is the ultimate, right? <laughs> it's so excessive. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is ultimate, but it really isn't. Like, it's so overkill and you can't see anything really um yeah. but a lot of people like to put monitors like an ultra wide and then they put a smaller one on top and they look up and i just don't understand yeah need yeah it's like the, they mount tvs on top like above their yeah. monitors and then i'm like oh I, I don't get it some people i guess they might um sit further back and use it as a tv they just look up at the tv and then when they come back to the like close to the desk they use their monitors but um, at this rate i actually have three monitors in my um, apartment all 27 inch i could very well do a three monitor setup <laughs> but it'll yeah. be like 1080 1440 and 4k it'll be so many different resolutions 
can't have but yeah the um workplaces are getting really special these days um do, does cm like provide provide stuff um i think like we were when given... you were back at the office Oh yeah, so it's it's a bit old, but I had I had one of those. Uh, is it the thun the Thunderbolt twenty seven inch iMac? Not iMac, oh. but the Max. Yeah, it was that old that old one. The so cinema display. Is it cinema? I don't know, but um, I would just plug my laptop into into that. Um, so pretty similar to my home setup. It's right, it's very right. old. I don't know what. It's just the one where you just straight up plug it in. No, not that one. <laughs> I'm just the one that out. still has the um, um, the chin or whatever you want to call it at the bottom. Uh, uh, okay, but that's good. Um, they didn't think. Uh, they, did they provide that for you guys specifically, or was it kind of like office wide? Uh, I think I that one happened to be there when I started, but some people have like just like Dell monitors or whatever. So there, there are a few options. I don't know. I don't think any of them were like particularly bougie. Oh, but yeah. yeah, we were also would... allowed to take them home in like at the beginning of last year when we went to work from home. We were allowed to take any equipment uh, that we needed. So that's yeah, nice. just ransack. I didn't need. I mean, I didn't need to because <laughs> I already had one at home. But yeah, yeah. Some of the designers took the the very expensive um, Apple monitors home, and I was like, wow. And some of them didn't even ask. They just picked it up, <laughs> walked out of the office. <laughs> and then later on, they got greenlit. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, yeah, the ones at my current workplace aren't the best. So I do prefer uh, working from home. Uh, they did provide a free monitor, which was nice. Uh, 27, the 27-inch 1080. Um, but they took so long. They took like... Um, to, to like ship they took to... almost three weeks to ship to me they accidentally shipped it to the office that's why and you... uh, so i Was didn't have the monitor for three weeks <laughs> no they got one from uh, office works oh, okay so okay. just a regular monitor and it took so long but i was already set on getting like an ultra ultra wide <laughs> or getting something extra on the side to 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 work on and then, so they delivered to the office and I was only going to the office once a week. So, um, they told me about it. I'm like, okay, I'll just go in the office, carry it home. Carry it home. <laughs> that serious? was the worst. It's the worst. And then, um, and then I got a blue stain on it because of my jeans were still leaking blue. Oh yeah. I remember and this. I was carrying it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, um, office monitors aren't too great but i don't spend much time there anyways did you get a like a sty like a stipend did, was your was oh like a work from um, home your work sort of thing yeah work from home uh yeah i used it all on these headphones oh <laughs> yeah this is the <laughs> this is <laughs> nice. yeah the, the so this is the xm3s um i think they were gonna yeah. oh they had the xm4s but i didn't care too much about the the difference in the features um yeah. uh, and it was a bit cheaper to get the xm3 so i was like yeah cool but yeah they they Actually, covered they covered um i think i can't remember there was a few hundred dollars which yeah and yeah. they've been nice enough to also give us like a a little bit towards internet usage like they're like a two dollars a day kind oh of that's thing. nice that's really nice um do you find that uh people on your meetings can hear 
Nick if he's oh, like sitting yeah. next to you. Yep, absolutely. Because like there's not a lot of there's not a lot of he's not very far away. He's he's literally sitting next to me like an arm's length. Um so uh, sometimes yeah. yeah, he has the XM threes as well. Um and but I the reason I got mine is not so much like for like him talking, but so I could like block out him talking. So yeah. I could focus on yeah. on my meetings um, and not hear him <laughs> in the background when he happens to be in a meeting at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, but the people yeah. on the meeting can hear Nick, right? Yeah, and it's funny because they can hear yeah. him better than I can hear him because I've got the noise cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. My, my coworker has the same problem. <laughs> so and their I was partner wondering if is, you were having the same yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do try and like just, you know, mute liberally <laughs> when when he happens to be in a meeting at the same time um but we try and like yeah. communicate look i'm gonna be in a meeting um sometimes i just pick up my laptop and move to the kitchen if it's just like a casual stand-up or something because nick does have to do a lot of presentations sometimes yeah yeah it's it's quite funny though because um, uh, because my colleagues can hear him sometimes they end up like almost responding to what he's saying <laughs> but, but only i can hear the response but it's funny to me because yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it gets pretty weird um because we're trying to have a meeting and every time my um coworker like goes off mute um and she starts speaking it hear her speech voice. gets cut out <laughs> versus like versus her her partner um speaking in the background uh and yeah and she also kind of moves away just just to sometimes to speak clearly yeah that really sucks i think there's a zoom feature the way you can um uh like sort of mute background noises like if you're tapping on the table and stuff uh sometimes like dogs barking and there i think there's an app that i um use sometimes i don't know if i don't know how well it works but there's an app called crisp that um Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, that kind of blocks out sound. A K-R-I-S-P. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I that's think cool. there's a there's a certain amount, like there's free a free version and a paid version. Uh, but they, <laughs> yeah. I, I downloaded that before, uh, before Zoom introduced it, so I'm not sure how good the Zoom one is, but yeah. Yeah, well, if people are still hearing... Um, Nick, then clearly not doing that well. Uh, the Google we use Google Meet at work, so it's it's clearly no one's no one's unlocked the cancelling of human speech in the background because I think that's super difficult. How can they tell it's not you? Yeah, exactly. Because um, sometimes uh, I think sometimes Nick is really loud, and so it's almost at the same mm. level as what I would be speaking at. So yeah, yeah the. Um, although, uh, they did say that their partner has the Bose ones and apparently their meetings are okay. So oh, I'm not going to say that the Bose ones are better than Sony, but Does that mean yeah. the microphone on the <laughs> Bose ones are like, diff, like is, is maybe not as sensitive? I, I don't know. <laughs> the noise cancellation is somehow better. Bizarre. They are the, they are the, the OG of noise cancelling headphones. Yeah. They're the ones who did the first... Doesn't mean they're the best, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> In this case, I think we have two out of two <laughs> data points to base all of our, <laughs> all of our recommendation on. 
I, I yeah, like I mean, uh, I wouldn't. I don't have strong opinions, but it's just Nick had yeah. the XM threes, and like I had, I gave him a go before deciding to get mine, uh, and I had tried yeah. the Bose ones in store, and I don't know, I just didn't really like them as much. So I, I just, I asked for friends' recommendations, <laughs> and it was mostly yeah, for like listening, fair. not really calls, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, turned out that way. Um, actually, something cool that my workplace did was they gave us um, the Uber Eats vouchers yeah. for a team team bonding, team lunch type thing. Oh, yeah. We had, so we had we all got like bubble tea. Year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like, normally you, of course, you, you, you get together as a team, you go to a lunch place, and then they put it on a P card. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the voucher thing is is pretty good. It's a pretty good uh, like an incentive online to... work from home version of yeah. that, especially because it's still encouraging yeah, yeah. like uh, connecting with each other. Like, because otherwise you just, you maybe just wouldn't like really do that. But now they're just like, here, mm. have a bit of cash to buy or some lunch and so on. Otherwise, it's like up to us to sort of like uh, we make our team makes meetings to have a coffee chat like every week or whatever. Um, ah, yeah, yeah, we have a social Thursday. And so far, we've just been playing like mini online games, and we recently got Jackbox, so we've been playing Jackbox. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, have you yeah. played Jackbox? No, I've heard yeah. I've heard of it, but um, we've played um this. There's a website called Gartic Phone. Where Gartic? How do you spell yeah, that? G A R T I C. Um, and I think there were a few different prompts, but it gets a little bit more complex the more you the more players you have but um basically yeah there's one where you write a story like or the chicken sat on the mat or something and then someone has to draw it but you have a limited time um and then at the end you kind of end up with a a bunch of things a bunch of different uh pictures that were drawn by everyone of a chicken on a mat and sometimes uh it can be lost in translation (laughs) sort of thing this is cool this is kind of like scribblio drawful but it's got its own thing yeah it's kind of like 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 telephone thing where you know someone has a message and then someone draws it but then what they draw might not exactly look like the original story and then kind of adapts and grows over time and sometimes it can be really really funny I've actually only played it once and we had 14 people, which was like complete chaos. Whoa. Because we had to do, we had to basically draw 14 different things and it just took a very long time. In the end, it was worth it. It was hilarious, but I would have (laughs) probably, like, I didn't have the patience. I was like, this better be worth it. And someone was saying to me, it is so worth it. I'm like, okay. Um, But I think with less players, it it would just maybe be a bit bit more tolerable (laughs) and, like, you don't need to be as patient. Um, so we had, uh, I played a Jackbox game that's kind of similar, but a lot more work oriented. Um, and not, not that they purposefully made the game feel like work, but because we work in tech industry, it does. But essentially, um, they'll give you this sentence with a blank and you fill the blank in and the sentence with the word in it is quote unquote, the problem. So... It'll say, I have a hard time blank. And then you fill in the blank. (laughs) And everyone has... (laughs) I I, I thought of the first thing that came to mind was taking a shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't know why. Yeah, that's that's exactly what <laughs> I thought of when really? thinking but, of the but problem you're saying, somebody, you're saying that your your friends at work thought of something techie. No, so oh. so the whole system, the whole, the whole game is kind of techy. But in any case, so everyone comes up with a problem statement, and then um, it gets sent randomly to each person in the in the game. Yeah. And so you you get to pick actually between one and uh, two two different statements, problem statements. And the idea here is that you pick the problem statement, and then you draw a picture to solve that problem statement. Ah. So. What kind of uh, idea would you have to solve, you know, the problem? <laughs> Having trouble saying, um, like, Metamucil or, like, Fiber or Weebix or something? Yeah, I mean, you you should be creative about it. I would right. think maybe along the lines of, um, like, a bidet that sucks the shit out of you <laughs> instead. So you're, like, oh, this is full on. I'm thinking, like, right? legit. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. No, you're not talking, you're trying to be funny. Um, so... Wait, you are trying to be funny? Yeah, you're trying, you're, to trying be to, very, you're trying to make like, interesting inv- oh. inventions, yeah, inventions and stuff like that. But that's the problem with the game, actually, because they don't say this specifically. Your your thought was perfectly valid. Like, yeah, just take some extra fiber. Here's some extra fiber tablets, and then um, you you get you are, they get ask you they ask you to give it a title, like a name of the invention and a tagline, and the whole point around this that later everybody gets together and you pitch your solution to the problem that you are given and oh. everyone gets to choose to fund it or not also so, so it's on you to think of something that's that's kind of funny and good and everyone's like oh yeah i would vote for that or i'd, I'd buy exactly that. yeah so the idea is to be funny um and the idea and is to kind of get buy-in and that's how you win yeah um but is that like oh, not apparent that? to someone who's new to the game, and then they're like, "Oh, is that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone uh, accidentally drew the problem. They didn't oh, even they didn't think about the, yeah. the solution. They just illustrate the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the end goal wasn't very clear that we were pitching this as an as an idea to solve the problem that a random problem we were given. So I would get up, and you get options. You get options to show the name of the invention the, or the tagline or the picture first. So you can start your pitch. Like, hey, everybody, um, you see, I have the problem of, uh, like, it's too hard to take a shit. So um, I'll, sh- and then I'll press, like, the button to show the title. So I came up with the shit sucker 3000. Um, <laughs> Don't take your shit so seriously as the tagline, right? And then, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll press the button to show the image. The image, like, and this is what it looks like. It's a bidet that sucks the shit out of you. <laughs> and then, so that's like the game. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I'd buy a shit sucker. I feel like I'd rather take the fiber tablets. <laughs> and you could totally come up and go, I came up with the extra fiber and the... It like has ten thousand times more fiber than a regular tablet in the in the size of a pea. So you, like, so I picked this problem statement that said something along the lines of, um, "I have trouble with my groin guard being too big or something like that or not fitting." It's like <laughs> groin guard. Oh my god. So 
I, I picked the problem statement and I had no idea I was trying to come up with a solution. So I just said, I just drew a shrinking groin guard. Wait, why wouldn't you do it the other way? Just make the groin bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Groin expander. Good, good idea. (laughs) Yeah. You're good at the game. Um, I'm good at the game. (laughs) And (laughs) so I was trying to draw this groin guard shrinking and I thought it like every other <laughs> game, you're supposed like you're supposed to just show the picture and people are supposed to guess what it is, right? So I was trying to be as like descriptive and Graphically descriptive. illustrative as possible. Yeah. Um but in the end it was a lot easier because I could actually explain it. <laughs> it's like as you can see, if <laughs> your groin guy's too big, big <laughs> it just automatically shrinks. <laughs> um It got funded. Wait, it was, was it was the most funded. So you basically drew like it. a you drew a dong with a with a, with a cover and oh no <laughs> I didn't go that far I drew oh. some legs wait wait Jeff what I do you drew... mean you had every excuse to draw a dong and you didn't draw a penis uh, yeah <laughs> it's um it was Would a that have company been like NS... wide games yeah, night <laughs> with the VPs of engineering <laughs> no I'm sure it would be fine if I drew a penis um. But you, your but, yeah, is literally two. a groin guard. Like I know. To be fair, who's it, not it's shame on the dick. other person who put groin guard as a as, as a thing. the prompt because someone yeah. else wrote it. Yeah, as a problem. Um, <laughs> so it's their fault. I did apologize. I'm like, I apologize. Also, I blame the person who wrote this. <laughs> well, I mean, if as long as nobody was offended, then yeah. Nah, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. So I drew a groin guard. <laughs> no penis. <laughs> You're right. It's a bad, What's bad a decision not to take a the. Groin? <laughs> it's just, it's just a guard for nether regions. Um, so we went from talking about monitors but... to talking about nether it's region protection. The, the theme of. <laughs> have, have you seen it? Have you seen one? I've never worn one. But... Um. So when I played paintball when I was in high school. Um, the guys Wait a second. Gun. Yeah. You played paintball. Was this a sport? Was it like a oh, like recreational? Thing? Yeah, like you know. Wait, have you ever played paintball? Yeah, I have, but it's never been part of like RE or anything. No, I mean, as in, I happened to be in high school. Like my age, I was saying when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> the school no, yeah. wasn't sanctioning no. paintball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's a there's a bit too much like risk for injury. I feel like schools wouldn't really yeah, anyway. Um Definitely. Yeah, when I when I was yeah, high school age, we went paintballing and the guys wore groin guards because they'd been warned that if you get hit in the nuts with the paintball it bloody hurts. So yeah, and I think they said you could yeah. just get them at like Rebel Sport because I think cricketers wear them and like for some some sports like it's helpful to wear them so you don't get hit in the groin and experience a lot of pain. <laughs> I um I think that was the first time I wore a groin guard was during paintball. Um and I only did paintball when I was like 26 or something, 27. So Yeah, to be fair, I don't soon. think I've gone paintballing since then and i was like yeah 18 or something oh man i don't know if it's classified as fun when you're scared the shit out of being like pelted with a paintball 
Yeah, um, I mean, I think it, it it was a cool experience. I just, yeah, I don't know if I found it as in, like that enjoyable. Yeah, I I think um, I didn't. I guess I thought it might be a little bit enjoyable uh, when I hit somebody with a paintball, but to be honest, everyone's so far away. I I couldn't tell whether or not I hit anybody with a paintball, and it had no scoring system. The the one I played. Was it just like so you I got hit and you were out? Yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't tell I if I did well. any good. Um, so. so the women I played, um, it some uh, someone was hiding behind like some sack of or whatever, like a bunch of sacks or something. And they didn't know that I was hiding behind a building behind them. Um, and so I was, I was able to shoot them and um, that was like my only win. But um, we, had, we, we had a group of, uh, I don't remember how many people, maybe 10 people but there was like a minimum. So we got bundled with some other people we didn't know. And like one of them actually mm, shot, or just shot my friend at close range and wouldn't stop. And so an official oh had to God. come out an official had to come out and say, Hey, like you shot, like it's enough, right? You don't need to keep shooting. You've already hit him. Like, yeah. What a psychopath. Yeah. I had, um, I, I got hit somewhere near the face and then it, it like ex- the ball exploded and went in my mouth. And one of the, Ooh. one of the officials was like, it's vegetable based. It's fine. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not vegan, but yeah, thanks for letting me know. Like, it was weird. It, it still tastes horrible. Yeah. It just, it tasted like vegetable based paint. <laughs> but I don't know. I think quite like um, get, everyone like in my group that I was with, they all got a lot of bruises. I think I was a little bit too chicken and I spent most of my time hiding and trying to just shoot people uh, like in, in I, while in hiding. So I didn't really get out there. Yeah. Sniping is a legitimate strategy. Um, but I was behind, I was in kind of like this dead end and somebody like came right around that entrance mm, and, and, and just immediately shot. Oh, and they were they were actually quite close. They were closer than three meters, and they shot like the inner of, of my thigh, and I was like, the, yeah, massive massive bruise afterwards. Dang. But that was like the only, that was the only close call that I had. Yeah, <laughs> um, like, even three meters seems pretty close. Like I think I was really far. Yeah. Whenever anyone happened to hit me. Yeah. The yeah. So the problem with paintball, I find, is that. I have no way of telling how good I'm. I am at the end of it. Unlike laser tag, where you can you have all the stats at the end of laser tag. They're like you yeah. see your accuracy, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I just didn't find paintball all that statistically rewarding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to be fair, um, but uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, all we have time for, really. Thanks everybody for joining us for another Toasts and Roast. I think this was basically work from home edition. Yeah. Um, and stay chilly. I'm pretty sure we have an outro outline here somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on all the big ones. Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can follow us the... on Twitter and Instagram at Toast Roast Pod. Probably more likely on Twitter. Yeah. On Twitter. Uh, let us know of A, maybe your worst paintball story, or B, how you like to work from home, or C, what kind of games you play with your coworkers. You know, everyone's looking for a nice, chill game to play with their coworkers or their friends o- over the internet. Um, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye. Bye.